Napa Valley during the holidays. The wine, the food, the beauty of it all. What a lovely place to be this time of year. And right now we are in the midst of celebrating quite the holiday itself. It's Thanksgivinga. <laughs> Hanukkah and Thanksgiving happening this week. We're celebrating in studio with a big party today. We're being joined by some of our KVYN, KVON fellow radio personalities. Sharpie's here. Uh, good morning, Bob is sitting with us. Of course, we've got Lauren Mole, and Gordon Lustig is here, our musical director, and he's going to be here with some musical spontaneity, some Thanksgiving tunes, other holiday offerings. And our guest is the proprietor of Napa Valley's I use it during the show, and I'm going to use it again because there's just no other way to, to say it, but iconic Buttercream Bakery. The building is undeniable with its broad pink and white stripes. If you live in Napa, you know it. If you've visited Napa and driven through town, you know it. If you haven't stopped in, ooh, that's some good stuff. So Jerry Kloss is here to talk about 65 years of Buttercream Bakery and Diner. It's a great story. He's an interesting guy. I think you're going to like the show. I know you're going to like the show. We're going to have fun. Before we get to it, I want to invite you to come to the winery. I want to say hi. I want you to sit down with me. Let's shake hands. Let's clink glasses. Let's sip some wine. Visiting information for Judd's Hill is at, you guessed it, www.juddshill.com. And while you're there, you can look at our videos, which are always lots of fun. You can see what we're up to, meet the family, check out our events page, because there's always something going on at Judd's Hill. Fun guaranteed, especially if you're a member of our wine club. And if you're not, well, as I've said before, you ought to be. Membership information is on the website, or you can call the winery at 707-255-2332. Get some info that way. It's free to join. You'll be on the list to get all of our fabulous releases of wine. You'll come to our events. A good time guaranteed for all. As a special thank you just for being a listener to the show, while you're on our website and looking around, check out the wines that are available. If you put some in your cart and then type in JNVS, that's all in lowercase letters, JNVS at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. Not bad. You can't beat that. Unless, of course, you are a member of our wine club, in which case you'll get an even better deal than that. So have fun with the wines, have fun visiting us, have fun with this show. Enjoy. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Chad Finkelstein! Oh, thank you very much. Lauren, thank you very much, sir. Top of the day, Judd. Top of the day, Mr. Lauren Mole, our in-studio announcer. And we are kicking off the holiday season here. This is Thanksgivinga week. Yes, wow. it is. This is not going to happen for thousands of years. I'm told. This is it. We've got Hanukkah, we've got Thanksgiving, and then on into the holiday season. So we're having a little party today. We are. 
Yeah, we've got uh, Bob. Bob's here. Good morning, Bob. Yeah. Good morning, Judd. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Good to see you. Always look at you across the uh, well, the glass window here in your KVYN studio. So thanks for coming across. Judd, if you could find me some little three-inch turkeys, I've been trying to find them just just small enough to fit on the menorah so that I can put <laughs> a turkey on every day. Yeah, dip, fry them in oil, light them every night. Yeah. Excellent. We've got Sharpie is hey, here. Thank hey, you very much. Hey. Barry's back here. Thank you. And Gordon Lustig gave us our theme Thank song you. live. Yeah. Gordon. Thank so, you. Just wrote that song. Just that's right. Gordon Lustig, the musical madman of Napa who, who uh, wrote and performed the theme song here every week. Just did it for us live. Thanks, Gordon, for coming. And um, we have donuts, by the way, if anybody wants uh, the traditional Hanukkah treat of a jelly donut. You know, donuts are big here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. So feel free. We've got... Yes. Every time I've been to your house, we have jelly donuts or your winery. That's right. We always have them, but it's even always when, a celebration. Well, you even know when what? you're not home, Judd. <laughs> he, he's got a key. He, he can help himself. Yeah, Lauren, pass those around. See if anybody wants sure, a jelly not? donut. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Bob, because I will tell you, and I want to tell everyone in here and everyone listening, that you're right. Every December, the first or second weekend, we have at Judd's Hill the Judd's Hill Hanukkah Hootenanny. And it's a big benefit for Children's Health Initiative in Napa County, making sure that all the children in our community have health insurance. It's a lot of fun. It's from noon to 2.30. It's coming up Sunday, December 8th at Judd's Hill. Go to Judd'sHill.com. You can get your tickets. If you're a Judd's Hill Wine Club member, you get to come for free. Not bad. And there will be uh, music from Meshuggah Beach Party. There's going to be latkes like crazy. Latka mania, we're going to call it. And, of course, as every year, we have the traditional jelly donut treat. You know, things that are fried go for Hanukkah. That's why the potato pancakes, donuts in particular, jelly donuts. And as always, coming from Buttercream Bakery, our favorite place in Napa, uh, where we feature donuts every week here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Folks, go nuts for donuts. <laughs> so thank you guys for hanging out. Feel free. You can hang, have donuts. Um, I know it's a work day, so if you've got to get back, I do appreciate you coming in. Cheers to a happy holiday season, everyone here, and everyone who's listening, please. Lauren... Since we're talking donuts, would you mind introducing our guest today? Sure, why not, Judd? Of cakes and donuts, he's the big boss. His sugary treats are shined to a gloss. When you're done indulging, be sure to brush and floss. Making treats so worthy that any street we would cross to get to his place, it's Buttercream's Jerry Kloss. That's right. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Jerry Kloss, you are the proprietor of Buttercream Bakery here in Napa. And an iconic, I'm trying to think of the proper word, but that just sums it up. It's an iconic spot here in Napa Valley, celebrating 65 years. Nobody can miss, that's right, Lauren, I think that's worth clapping. Nobody can miss the pink and white stripes. As my kids, very little, uh, some of their first words were, as they passed by, Cookie restaurant. <laughs> they, they, they knew your place. Well, it's been there. You're right, a long time, and the uh, the stripes are. You know, I guess they're known as well as uh, the, the uh, jelly donuts. Well, that's true. Everyone, I heard that whenever it was, I don't know when it, this was some years ago. There was talk about modernizing the look because it, it had looked like that for, I don't know when when the metal siding and the pink stripes. Went up, but there was thought of modernizing it, and there was a big outcry to not do that. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. It, it actually uh, was changed in the early 60s, uh, went from a, a brick veneer. Uh, in those days, the Tin Men came along, and it was the, that was the thing. Everybody has 
aluminum siding. Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, my mother decided pink and white stripes would be uh, the way to go. Uh, years later, back when we remodeled in the early uh, uh, two, 2001, 2002, we thought, well, maybe it's time to update and uh, bring in some colors that are some mauves, a little more appropriate to the time. Yeah. The word got out very quickly, and uh, that wasn't a good idea. And we immediately dropped it after several calls saying, what in the world are you guys doing? Yeah, folks. Don't be changing that. Don't, cha- don't ever no. change it. It is, it is so a part of Napa. I mean, I feel like we'd lose a – even if nothing changed on the inside, I feel like we'd lost a, a friend somehow by losing those pink and white stripes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And the the interior is basically back to the late 50s, 60s look. We try to keep that. Uh, that's where we get kids coming back for graduation reunions. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, the one thing that hasn't changed uh, is buttercream. They can, they can, at least they feel like they're coming home. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very familiar. Very comfy. So what is the story with buttercream? It's 65 years celebrating this this year. But your story in the baking business, or your parents actually started it, and they go even further back than buttercream. Take take me back to how buttercream became what it is. <laughs> well, my grandfather actually had a bakery in uh, Wisconsin. That's where the family originally came from, and uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Menominee. Uh, so the grandparents were uh, in the bakery business. So my mother, obviously, it was in her blood. Uh, my dad uh, was a baker. Uh, they moved originally uh, to from Wisconsin to uh, a little town called Cottonwood, Arizona. Oh, sure. And bought an ongoing business there, a little donut shop. But of course, you got to remember we're talking now in the mid '40s, so none of these towns that we know now were they were just little stop on the roads. Right. I've I've been through Cottonwood. That's why I gave no yeah, sure. And I can yeah. imagine in the uh, '40s it was maybe not, not the big highway that goes by. Not yeah. much. And again, I was very young there. Yeah. Uh, they decided the weather just wasn't uh, the greatest. Uh, they'd rather have the snow than the heat, oh, yeah. uh, and they didn't want either. <laughs> so they uh, actually flew out here. Uh, my dad learned to fly in, in oh. uh, Arizona, and they, he bought a little plane after they sold the donut shop and flew up to Lake County to visit a cousin. Mm-hmm. Coming out of Lake County, I don't know where really they were headed, but they hit a, a big storm, heavy storm, oh. Uh, and forced them down, actually forced them down a little landing strip here in Napa and in Bel Air, where the Bel Air uh, shopping center is now. There was a little landing strip. And my mother said, that's it. I'm not going any further. <laughs> Didn't want to get back in that plane. Nope, that was it. She's had it. So that's where it started. My dad went to work for uh, a little donut shop uh, on Yahomi Street here in Napa. Wow. And uh, after about a year, uh, they ended up really taking that business over and... Uh, started uh, the donut shop there just strictly donuts and coffee and sandwiches okay so it wasn't the diner that we know today no, and no, all no, the no. wedding cakes and no strictly yeah. donuts uh, and they were there only about a year to two years in 40 that was in 48 in 1950 uh, they opened in the location where they are now and again that was just uh, uh, a, a third of the building that you see there today yeah there was also a cleaners, Roy Gray, Roy Gray, Gray's Cleaners next door, and uh, an insurance office uh, next to that. Through the years, they gradually uh, expanded uh, and then eventually bought the building and then did a major remodel in the mid-'60s. That's what you see there really today. That It hasn't really changed uh, since then as far as remodeling, mm-hmm. but we've kept it to that era. And that's when the metal siding went up. That's when the metal siding went up, and they expanded into gradually uh, into... Uh, the restaurant business and uh, cakes and 
pies and, and really expand the business. And how how has your involvement been since a little kid? Have you been in the bakery business? I, Is this what you've always done? I, it's all really. I, I I've started off in the business uh, delivering donuts in high school uh-huh. and uh, making uh, pie fillings and doing this kind of stuff on weekends. And uh, after graduating high school, uh, did a little stint in the Marine Corps, and then when I got back. Uh, Got serious about baking and and uh, was there really until about uh, 1969. Oh. I was never an early morning person. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, that, then that's wrong. That's business not, for that you, isn't not a good thing. <laughs> uh, never was. Still, uh, still, I'm not. So I actually in those days, uh, a fellow came along that decided to, maybe we should open a cocktail lounge. Oh, that sounds good. And I said, well, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Where, do, where do I sign up? And uh, so a fellow named George Storelli and I opened Riverside Lounge. In the River Park Shopping Center, which is now Stones. Right, sure, I remember that. And we were there. I was there for about three or four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoyed the business, but thought, you know, I don't think I can do this for 20, 25 years. I see. And uh, decided to, actually, I went to a real estate office looking for uh, an idea of uh, a business, any businesses for sale in the area. And a fellow by the name of Harvey Abramowitz uh, at that time, uh, uh, who I went to high school with, yeah. uh, Harvey says, Jerry, why don't you think about coming in the real estate business? Okay. Six months later, <laughs> I had my license, and I was uh, listing really? and selling properties and really remained in that field uh, for about 35 years. Harvey must have been a very good salesman. If he could just pitch you on a career in a second, he must have sold a lot of houses, Harvey too. was a good salesman, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I and it was really more my thing than uh, than where I was in the bakery at that time. Oh, was you enjoyed so it? And, I enjoyed it, and I yeah. spent uh, real estate development for for a long time. And you are now back. The course of life has brought you back into the bakery. Course of life has brought me back in. Uh, my mother and father were uh, still living, uh, and uh, at the time uh, the bakery uh, closed in uh, two thousand one. And uh, I read I read the closing in the paper like everybody else. I thought, oh my gosh, what's this? And so I decided that uh, after their lifetime of building that business, mm-hmm. it would just not be right to not try to make a go of it, get it back open. So that's what I did. Jumped in and remodeled and uh, got the staff going again, got my daughter involved. And, right. and uh, that was uh, 12 years, and over 12 years ago now. What a lo- loyal son you are to continue the family business like that. What? What precipitated the, the closing, and what happened in that period? How long was it closed? Uh it took us about six months to remodel. Uh, after we got in, we remodeled the place and, and, and made some changes and uh, and went from there. So it was less than a year that the yeah. the, the yeah. bakery... You know, I only vaguely remember that it was closed for some time, Actually, but I didn't know the story. it wasn't even six months. Actually, it closed in November, and we reopened in February. Oh. February of 02. Well, that's pretty quick. It was a it was a twenty four seven type operation to get it going again. Yeah. And did you bring back some of the same folks who yeah, had been some there? Yeah, some some of them uh, 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 came back and and then rehired new and trained new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it seems like the folks that I see now being a regular, certainly there every Tuesday morning picking up donuts for the show, and then we like to go uh, sometimes and have a breakfast or lunch with the family there. And it seems like the folks I see are the same folks I've seen working there. It seems like you have a very good loyal regular employee group yes we like do a familial do. feeling is really yeah. how i would yeah put it. we have a yeah we really do have a pretty much long term staff uh, that have been there since we took back over and a couple of a couple of fellows were there before we came back in oh is that right 
the restaurant has been the big uh, uh, push since we came in. The restaurant has really expanded as far as menu, and uh, that's brought in a lot of new customers as far as, you know, the old. we've got a lot of customers that have been, quite frankly, some customers that when I was a kid were there, yeah. going all the way back to the 50s. Wow, and they're and still coming in. They still are coming in, and the good news is the young families with their kids and these folks bringing in their grandkids, and so the tradition continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, one of probably the the uh, uh, fallacy, not a fallacy, but you know people think, well, gee, they just a lot of old people and they're having coffee <laughs> that are not really familiar with the restaurant there. Yeah, and when they come in and see the young families, the kids, and the new people, and it, it's a, it's an eye opener. You know, you talk about people coming from the 50s and that actually started in the, the 1948. Obviously, it's 65 yeah. years now. To what – I mean, maybe this is a dumb question, but what to what do you attribute the long-term success? Not a lot of businesses last – I've heard restaurant businesses, the failure rate within the first couple of years is in, incredibly high. But to last 65 years is amazing. So to what do you attribute that? Well, it's it's a simple. It really is a simple formula. At least I think it's a simple formula. Good food, good service, yeah, and quality products, and price. You know, we're we're a local business serving local people. Yeah, we have a, a good following with the local B and Bs. So we have tourists for breakfast that come in, but primarily it's local. It's your grandparents. It's your kids. I mean, it's the the generation. So, we really we really try to put the best product out, but keep the price in a, in a, in line with uh, what people can afford. Yeah, it certainly is a reasonable spot to eat and get get fed well for not too much money. And and the payoff is we have repeat customers that that are loyal, loyal, loyal customer base. Right, right. And that's how you do it. You don't uh, don't try to. Uh, Retire in two years. Exactly. In my case, my family never retires. So. Yeah. It sounds like you gave it a shot for a while, but uh, or at least changed course for a bit and came back to it. Yeah, my daughter did the same thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. My daughter uh, was out in the uh, uh, hospitality field for years. Oh, and, is that right? And, uh, you know, we all kind of roundaboutly came back to the same business. Well, what was she doing in the hospitality? Is it something that would... Have prepared her for being a, in a little front bit of, of everything, everything from a hotel restaurant to uh, uh, oh, okay, so know, just basic hospitality field. Similar knows how to work a staff, treat the customers, yeah. all that good stuff. How have you seen the evolution? You said it started just donuts, coffee, some sandwiches, and now you're a full fledged you know, restaurant and bakery. How how did that develop? What did you see? What were the increments? Were people responding to different things, and you just kept adding? How did it work? Pretty much, my mom, my mother, and dad. Uh, were fanatical about their business. Uh, icon, a word icon is brought up a lot. What's I brought icon? it up earlier. There yeah. it is again. <laughs> and, and really, it's an icon. To build an icon, you, you have to be so dedicated. Uh, the holiday season is a, you mentioned the holiday season. You know, when you come from a bakery and restaurant background, when everybody else is partying, you're working harder. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, weekends, everybody's looking forward to the weekends. Well, we look forward also to the weekends, but it's mainly business. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have Thanksgiving, I remember most of my Thanksgivings, uh, we, had a, we had a lovely dinner, but everybody was dead beat tired right, because right. they worked probably three or four days in a row to get ready for that day for everybody else. 
yeah, getting the getting the pies and cakes out. So if you had a you have someone that that operates their business that way, that uh, the most important thing to them is that business and the people, your customers and friends. When people say my customers are my friends, you hear that a lot. But in my mother mm-hmm. and father's case, that was really the case. Yeah. Their their friends really were their customers, and uh, they were they were that way till the the very end. And they stuck with them. I mean, the Absolutely. friends as customers stuck with them, right? And probably still do. Still do. Yeah. Wow. What a yeah. great story. What a great story. So, what does that mean these days with the holidays? Um, is it just nuts over there? I mean, we're only a couple days away from Thanksgiving. I know you, in the past, you know, I was in a hurry today and really look at the window, but in the past you've had big Hanukkah um, displays in the window to get your your challahs and your jelly donuts and whatnot. Um, so I imagine with those overlapping, things must be a little cuckoo right now. Well, it is this year. Uh, yeah. One of the problems, I'm kind of a traditionalist. I don't like to have... Christmas decorations put on the windows till after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, okay. And that created a bit of a problem because the fellow that does our decorating doesn't want to come back two different times. Oh, you have oh, to do it I all see. at once. I see. So Hanukkah is Thursday, right. Thanksgiving Day. Right. Uh, and then the following eight days, but yeah. Exactly. So I told him, you need to get in here right after Thanksgiving this year. I can't wait until December. <laughs> Be here Friday. <laughs> I want my Hanukkah signs in the window yeah. during Hanukkah season. That's great. And I can get the Christmas season up at the same at time. The same so time. basically, we'll be decorating our windows uh, uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, wonderful. I'll have and to go down and take a look. May have missed Han- Hanukkah day, but we got the rest of the seven days. Yeah, luckily, it's a right. multi-day holiday. You'll right. catch some of that. Gordon Lustig is here. Oh, hey. Hello. Hey, man. I just keep calling you the musical madman of Napa because that's how I view you, except I can't view you right now. There's a computer screen between us. Let me move over this way. Up, and you move the other way. Would you like to play a little tune for us? I brought you here. We're having our holiday party. What's a holiday party without music and donuts? We've had some donuts. Let's have a little music. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back with Jerry Kloss of Buttercream Bakery, who we've been talking to. Gordon with his beautiful guitar. Well, I've got um, a recent one that I, I just wrote in the last few minutes. Um, Is that what you were doing? I saw you writing something. Fur- you just wrote a song while we were sitting here? Yeah, I, I rarely pay attention when people are talking. And, uh, <laughs> okay, but I'm glad we could offer you this, this creative environment. Yeah, it was, We just kept talking and you don't have to pay attention. Okay, here, since I just did it, it's fresh off the presses. I'll give you a little. A Judd's song. Napa Valley Show ex- exclusive. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks for Thanksgiving, <laughs> the turkey and the pie, the prayers to Adonai, the pilgrims and Antiochus, the latkes that are fried. We thank you. We're thankful, aren't you? <laughs> Thanks for Thanksgiving. Columbus on the seas. Where's the chord? Oh, there we go. Who found the Maccabees? The turkey lasted eight whole days instead of two or three. We're thankful. Aren't you? Thanks, give a cup. Thank you. Wow, nice. Very good. Gordon Lustig with a. Original Thanksgiving song written within the past five minutes. There you go, and, and it and it shows. 
<laughs> and what do you call that one? I call that uh, Thanks for Thanksgiving. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I want to thank you for that tune and having it here as a Judd's Napa Valley show exclusive. Thank you, Lauren Mole. We are going to take a quick break. We'll come back with Jerry Kloss of Buttercream Bakery, Gordon Lustig playing Thanksgiving music, and of course, me, Lauren Mole. Right after these messages. What do you get when you combine donuts and wine? You get Buttercream Bakery and Judd's Napa Valley Show. With special appearance by our very own Gordon Lustig. Gordon Lustig, would you favor us with a tune, please? We're having our holiday party today. It's Thanksgiving week. Sure. Here, let's just do a a little... uh... A little simple little song about Hanukkah, okay? And then we'll do something later. All right. Lots of latkes, lots of latkes, lots of latkes, lots. Let's all eat them up. Lots of latkes, lots of latkes, lots of latkes, lots. Let's all eat them up. Sevi von sov so, sevi von sov so, sevi von sov so. Sevi von sov sov. Everybody, sevi von sov sov. Yeah, good. Sevi von sov sov. Sevi von sov sov. Sevi von sov sov. Maccabee. Mac, 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 Maccabee. Mac, 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 Maccabee. Mac, 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 Maccabee. Mac, 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 Maccabee. Mac, 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 Maccabee. Mac, 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 mac. Now, we'll be able to combine those, Judd, right, so that you can hear all the parts at the same time, right? We'll fix it all in post. We'll do that in post yeah, yeah great so that's a song the kids love to sing it's it's a ra- you know around and uh, it's been around for some it's time been around. Hasn't it? yeah 65 years uh, hey just as long as the buttercream bakery there, and now know. buttercream bakery and diner is the official name that's whose true. proprietor is with us today it's mr jerry Kloss of the buttercream bakery and diner what's the website real quick let's give that uh, buttercreambakery.com go there see what's happening today is the last day i'm told to get your order in for thanksgiving if you want a pie a cake a dozen donuts whatever exactly it would be a, a a great time to do that because wednesday basically is the big day yeah uh, we're also open thanksgiving morning but just till noon and we don't take orders for that day no, that would be but a little we, tough. Yeah, but we will take orders uh, for Wednesday. And do you make a little extra so folks can come in, and if they don't have their pumpkin pie yet, they can pick one up? We or? always do. We okay. always do. As a matter of fact, this is the first year that we've decided to take orders for Thanksgiving. N- normally, we, oh. we we don't. We make enough. We, we've done it so many years that we know pretty ah. much what's happening. Right. But this year, it's gotten to the point where we really do need to, to get the orders in and make sure that uh, we don't run out. What what is it like during the holidays? What what's a what what's a typical day? Well, actually, let me collect myself here for a moment. I'm so excited to have you here. What is the typical day for a baker or the baker business? And then how does that compare to the holiday season? Well, you start in the wee hours. Yeah, you know the hours pretty much stay the same except during the holidays. Obviously, the guys will come in a little earlier. Uh, we have. Basically, we're almost 24 hours. I would imagine. Uh, some of our early bakers come in as early as 10 o'clock in the evening. Oh, really? Uh, and then, then they stagger from 10, 12, to it depends, depends on the day and the weekend. During the holiday season, 
you, you pretty much are, are are in very early and you're working very late mm. to get stacked up enough where you where you've got stuff rolling for you. Right. And during the normal period of time, if you come in at noon, you're usually out of there by eight or nine. Uh, you know, the daytime, uh, the Danish is your your two days sometimes to to put your Danish together. So quite frankly, you need to get a head start on the holidays. I think probably the holiday season, Thanksgiving time, is the toughest because it's a one-day event. Mm-hmm. During the Christmas season, it's busy the whole month. Right, And right. up to Christmas, and it's a broader range of things. Every Thanksgiving, normally pies, dinner rolls, mm-hmm. that's your big items. During the Christmas season, cakes, pies, dinner rolls, breads, it doesn't, there's a wide range. So it's a lot tougher, but not not. Not as narrowed in so much right. as to one day. Thanksgiving, the one day, as you said, and then the again, the Christmas people are having parties all month. Exactly. Right, right. Do the smells change in the uh, bakery? Do you get more of the spice smells, the cinnamon, the clove, the nutmeg, or more so? I've, see, I've got, look at me in profile. Can you see this big nose I've got here? I'm very tuned into smells. You I get excited a, to smell things. You have a lovely nose. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, my dream would just be kind of, I mean, I always love the way it smells when I walk into the winery and when I walk into the bakery. I'm just curious, do the, do the aromas smell with the seasons and the holidays? They do change. Uh, we start our pumpkin pies in November, 1st of November. Mm. And you definitely, and that's my favorite pie. Yeah, the I love pumpkin pies. Uh, and we don't do them year-round because, again, I'm a traditionalist, and it, it seems nice to have something to look forward to. Sure, it's a special so, so for the occasion. November, December, pumpkin pie months, and you definitely... Get that pumpkin cinnamon. Mm. That is a delicious Thanksgiving smell. That is a delicious pie. Yeah, and smell. So you look forward to the pumpkin pie. I, I will, that brings up something. You said pumpkin pie is one of your favorites. What are some of your favorite items? You've been in this now for years and years and years. Have you gone through cycles? Have you gotten tired of things, or is there something you're always excited to have? You know, pumpkin pies, uh, champagne cake is kind of our thing, uh, whipped cream champagne cakes or whipped cream fruit baskets. Wait, what's a whipped cream fruit? I've, I've had your champagne cake. It's, it's, it's the signature of the house. It's delicious. Exactly. What's, a, what's uh, a champagne basket? Well, a fruit basket is basically a chiffon cake, similar to the champagne, but it's a whipped cream and, and strawberry, apricot, berry, whatever you want to put inside. Mm. So it's a, uh, it's a really lovely dessert. Ooh, that does Not something good. that you're going to do every day. No, no. But it's a special thing, and that's where I am now. I, because I'm in there every day, I can have a donut. I have you know. <laughs> so. There's certain holidays that you look forward to certain things, and yeah, that's, that's one it. of them. Mince pies is another that, in the old days, you know, everybody knew mince pies. Surprisingly, in today's world, a lot of the younger generation they don't have a clue what that is. I'll be honest with you. I only know mince pie from reading old Christmas stories. Yeah. Where it's mentioned, but I, I don't think I've ever had one, seen one. What what's a mince pie? Oh, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> let's move on to the next. Yeah. No, it's, what? it's a it's a pie basically that uh, has a brandy flavor. Mm-hmm. It's current. It's a current filling. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a traditional pie. Yeah. We still make them. They need to be ordered because again, it's it's something that you have to order, and uh, it's something that you heat up so you serve it warm. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a delicacy, but you, it's a flavor you either like or you don't like. Really, and if, you're, if you're raised with it, 
you tend to like it. I'm so curious now. If you're a Norwegian, lutefisk is something you probably wouldn't <laughs> like unless you were Norwegian. <laughs> right. I've I've stared at some lutefisk in the <laughs> right. past. I'm not sure. Well, mince pie is similar to that. It's uh, like I say, if you if you're used to it, it's in some people just it wouldn't be Thanksgiving without a slice of warm mince pie. It's a Thanksgiving item, or it's a Thanksgiving is it throughout item. the holidays? Throughout the holidays, but primarily Thanksgiving. Really? Oh, I might have been a little. Well, today's the last day, right? To get an order in? Or today. I might have order to go today. back. And I'm so curious now. I yeah. need to broaden my horizons. Exactly. I need to make new discoveries. I need to experience yeah. mince pie. Gordon, you ever had mince pie? No, I, I'm not sure what a mince is. There okay, well, in two minutes, we're going to come back to you. You're going to have a song about it, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. No. Uh, Lauren, mince pie ever? I'm not sure. Probably not. What are some of your uh, Thanksgiving traditions? You, I know you're familiar with and fan of buttercream. Do you ever pick up stuff there? Do you have a favorite from over there? Uh, very much. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. And every week we have the donuts, and you often go for I'm trying to think. You know, this is, this is I think, it's interesting to me. I'm no statistician, and I, I um, really should be keeping better records. But so every week on this very show. Oh, boy. Here we go. You know what's coming, Lauren. We offer our guests at the very end. They don't know what's coming unless they have been listening to the show. We offer them donuts. It's a surprise. It's the end of the show. They get a treat. I say, do you go nuts for donuts? And I bring out some donuts. I'm not doing that with you today because, I don't know, I figure you're with donuts every single day. What do you need another donut for, right? I've always got room for another donut. Well, okay. I'm glad to hear you say that because maybe there is a surprise. I don't know. I'm just going to keep things very ambiguous right now. But we offer our guests a donut. They come from your fine establishment. And I get a selection. It's almost like a psychological test. There's going to be uh, there's going to be a cake donut of some sort, a chocolate of some sort, glazed. I always get something pink or with sprinkles to see if someone will go that route. Um, but there's always a glazed, or excuse me, a maple old-fashioned. Because that's one of my favorites. So I figure, well, if they eat the other ones, at least I get to eat this. I think in the high 90th percentile, that is the one that gets chosen here. The maple old-fashioned? The maple old-fashioned. Right. What do you see happening at the uh, bakery? Do people, is there one hot seller that really outsells the others? Surprisingly, there, the, there's a lot of sell, good sellers, but surprisingly, yeah. the glazed donut is still the number one seller. The, the just glazed, the regular no other. glazed donut is still the number one seller. Uh, maple bars are big. Yeah. Maple bars are big. Uh, the rest fall in, but uh, if you had to pick which one, which which donut do you sell the most of, it would be the regular glazed donut. Regular Surprisingly, glazed. my favorite donut is a plain cake donut. Plain cake donut. Nothing on it. Cup of coffee and a plain cake donut, I'm a happy camper. Well, Jerry, I'm glad to hear you say that. <laughs> because we've got a treat for you today, all the way, fresh, from Napa's fabulous buttercream bakery and diner, I have something for you. Whoa. You can look into this bag, and there are two donuts actually, but that there's the one underneath is the one you were just talking about. I went in there, I asked around, I said, What's his favorite donut? <laughs> I said, One of these two. You've got your plain cake donut right there. So compliments of Judd's Napa Valley Show. Here's a donut from Buttercream Bakery. I hope you'll enjoy that. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and, and I guess that just goes to show you everybody knows what my favorite donuts are down there. Well, you've made your, your likes and dislikes known, I'm sure. You're, you're the boss. They should, they should absolutely know. Um, you know, something I read about you is um, you're certainly involved in the community. You've been here for years and years, which is, which is great. And you... 
uh, one of the things that you do, which I think is very commendable, is you don't, well, for a customer, I think it's commendable as a customer, you don't sell anything that was baked yesterday. Everything is fresh. And anything that might have been left over that could have been sold as a day old, you donate that. Right. To, it just said, uh, the story I read was local food bank. Is it the Napa Food Bank here? Or? Several organizations, several. primarily Napa Food Bank, and, and then there are several other organizations. Exactly. That, you know, there's uh, the table here that feeds hungry folks, but I don't know if that's one of them, but I mean, there are several organizations. But that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, again, you know, my parents were that way. It's, if you want fresh, that's buttercream. And they just wouldn't sell. And people ask, well, Dale, don't, can't you get a Dale pie or Dale this or Dale? No. We, don't, we just don't do that. That way there's never a controversy of is it fresh or not. Yeah, it's fresh. We oh. just do, you know, we, we do only fresh. That's good to hear. You can buy with confidence and knowing that it's going to be fresh, good ingredients. It sounds like someone's there almost 24 hours making. They're producing almost 24 hours a day. Do you have teams? Do you have a specialty team? Like these, these folks are our are, are donut specialists. These are our cake and bread. How, how does yeah, that work? Yeah, as a matter of fact, we do. We I have a, the donut crew. Is uh, pretty much that's what they do, and uh, the Danish guys are Danish uh, makers, and yeah. pie guys are pie, and 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 a lot of them are switching back and forth. I mean, they can do our people can do everything, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it's just the way it works. You got to have a team. You got to be able to get in and, and help do certain things at certain times of the morning. Some stuff you do first, and then you have to wait while it rises. Put it in a proof box, give you some time. Other things you're baking, you're doing other things while that's baking. But primarily, you've got different groups. Cake decorators are pretty much cake decorators. Yeah. So our yeah. cake decorating business is such that uh, that's that's all they've got time to do. And uh, so yeah, it's a it's a group. At the end of the day, they're all buttercream bakers, and sure. And uh, but they have certain ta- certain talents, and certain people like to do certain things. Yeah, I'm sure they do what they enjoy. The the, the cake decorators are probably fantastic artists as well. They could probably, exactly. Yeah. Now the. Uh, the diner portion certainly uses what you guys are baking up as well. I think the sandwiches use the fresh bread that you're baking. Exactly, yeah. We do all our own breads, hamburger buns, hot dog buns. Oh. So, yeah, the, the, that's that's turned out to be pretty much uh, whatever we can make ourselves to produce for us, we do it. Let's see. What time is it? We're getting close to thinking about where to have lunch at this point, and I'm thinking I'm heading over to Buttercream Bakery and Diner. You guys got a tuna melt over there. Anyway, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Now I'm eyeing your donut. Look out, I'm getting hungry. (laughs) Comfort food. It is. It's absolute comfort food. Um, I'm certainly a big fan. Um, So glad you could join us. We're not done with you yet. I do want to get another tune in. If Gordon, are you up for another yeah, holiday I, I, tune? I, We're having our party this week. Sure. Well, great. Now's a super time. It's not exactly a holiday tune, but it, oh. Jerry did inspire this song that I wrote a long time ago. I think you'll see how it fits. Okay, our can't theme. wait. Um, would you like an introduction? Uh, no. We we have a professional announcer here. I say go for it. In fact, I'm not giving oh, you a choice. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Ladies and gentlemen, our very own musical director of Judd's Napa Valley Show, Gordon Lustig. Oh, thank you. That was great. Okay. Here. This speaks for itself. Here, let me put the guitar up here. There's a little bakery at 40th and Main where I go to put a smile upon my face. 
They got a tasty number there, and Edith is her name. She's the sweetest pastry in the place. Edith works the counter, her daddy owns the shop. He keeps them both under lock and key. I want to live with Edith before we tie the knot. But this is what her daddy says to me. You can take my Edith out and give her everything, no doubt. You can say you love her through and through. But you ain't shacking up with her. No matter what you say or do. I forget the words. You ain't shacking up with her. It's one thing I won't let no cowboy do. Because you can't have your cake and eat it, too. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that verse and chorus, and uh, we can do some more later if you like. Sure. Thanks, Gordon. Fantastic. What's the name of that tune? I call that Edith. Because I don't want to give away the, the song by calling it can't have your cake and eat it too uh, then you know is that one of your tunes yeah oh congratulations yeah. man you you never cease to amaze me with your talented songwriting oh, thank you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> now jerry Kloss is here been talking about buttercream bakery and diner you know you guys were very helpful to me a couple years ago i was asked to produce a video for the napa valley vintners association showcasing the recipients, basically where the money goes that is raised at every year's auction Napa Valley, which when we, when we uh, made that video was just barely shy of $100 million. They've since surpassed that. And so we shot in locations all over Napa Valley, from Calistoga down to American Canyon, showing how the money stays in the communities. And it was kind of a silly video, funny, but, you know, gets its point across. And the climactic scene takes place at Buttercream bakery and diner in the diner section and uh, everyone there was so helpful and cooperative and um, got into the act a little bit it, it's a lot of fun i won't spoil the ending because it is kind of a shocking ending that happens there at the buttercream bakery and diner here in napa but i will say anyone who wants to have a look you can go on youtube and just type in journey of the weird guy was not my title, <laughs> named by the Napa Vintners, but I will say, yeah, they're referring to me as the weird guy. So Journey of the Weird Guy, <laughs> have a look. It's a fun video, and you will see the climactic, shocking ending taking place at the Buttercream Bakery and Diner in Napa. Lauren? Yes, Judd? I think it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This! is Mad Libs. That's right. Jerry Kloss, we are going to play a party game now where I'm going to ask you to kind of fill in some blanks and we will then make a story. Great. Okay. I think. <laughs> we think, you know, if you like it, feel free to laugh. Uh, if not, uh, feel free to laugh anyway. This is radio. We need to sell the bit. So the first thing I'll need from you is a number and that can be any any number. Three. That's easy. Three. Okay. Three is a good number. There's that song, Three is the Magic Number. That's from Schoolhouse Rock, which yeah. taught all about grammar and nouns and adjectives, okay. so it's all tying in. Yep. Okay, we need a plural noun. Plural noun. How about dogs? Dogs it is. All right, dogs. Uh, another number. Eleven. Eleven. Got it. Another plural noun. 
There's a pattern emerging here. Yeah, well, dogs. How about cats? Dogs and cats. Dogs and okay. cats. Cats it is. And another number. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Before we get to that, uh, I skipped one. Another plural noun. Well, if you got dogs and cats, you got to have trees. <laughs> I like the trees. Way you think. Okay. I can follow that. Trees. Um, here we go with another number. Yeah. How about 17 trillion? Sometimes I hear that on the news a lot. Yeah, that is a scary number, but it's a big number. Nonetheless, 17 trillion it is. Uh, a noun. Doesn't have to be plural this time. Uh, Mustang. Mustang. I drive a red 65. Oh, nice. Okay. It's probably as shiny and glazed as your donuts. Yes, it is. <laughs> awesome. That's great. And uh, an adjective. Shiny. 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 Mustang. Just mention that. Okay. Just shiny. like the Mustang. Right. That's it. Right. All right. There we have it. So what I did is I looked up an article I remember reading uh, a month or so ago about your 65th anniversary of the Buttercream Bakery and Diner. And there, there was an article in the Napa Register. So I took a clip of it, and we have just rewritten that clip. Shall we go? It... Uh, it refers to your daughter here, Alexis Awai. Correct. So when you hear that name, that's who we're talking about. We didn't mention her by name earlier, but you'll hear it in here. Okay. Here we go. Here's the article. During a typical week, Awai said, the bakery and restaurant go through 2,000 pounds of flour, 3 pounds of sugar, 5,000 dogs, and 11 pounds of cats. <laughs> Is that true? That's got to be quite a kitchen back there. That must have been in the diner. <laughs> oh, the diner, the bakery. <laughs> oh, man, maybe I don't want to have lunch there today. <laughs> Kloss and Hawaii agree that the top-selling bakery item continues to be its trees. Ooh. Well, Christmas trees, and we've, we've been known to sell those, too. Well, there you go. Okay. Cookies, a lot of cookies. Cookies in the shape of Christmas trees. <laughs> Yummy, yummy. Here's another quote from Alexis. We probably have 17 trillion different varieties, O.I. said. The most popular, believe it or not, after all these years, is the glazed Mustang. That's popular. Love with you. those glazed Mustangs. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're cruising the J with your glazed Mustang. Right, huh? right. Open seven days a week, Buttercream's Jefferson Street Bakery and Diner continue to draw a shiny crowd. Well done. After 65 years, still... Still drawing the shiny people. We love shiny people. Yes. Once again, the website for the Buttercream Bakery and Diner is? Buttercreambakery.com. I want to thank you, Jerry Kloss, proprietor of Buttercream Bakery and Diner, for joining me here today. I'm a fan. I'll be in soon for lunch, probably today. And I'll see you pretty much every Tuesday picking up donuts for this very show. Well, Judd, thank you very much for inviting me over. It's been, it's been fun. I it's, appreciate it. It's, it's been a pleasure. Gordon, we've got about one minute. Would you like to uh, give us a little... Holiday music outro? Sure. Without a wedding ring, no, sir. That's the line I forgot, so I thought I would just throw oh, it Oh, add in. it back in, and then we can edit it, fix it in post. <laughs> there you go. Do it again. For the podcast. Yeah. Let's do another song. We have to do the classic, right? I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, then dreidel I shall play. Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. Dreidel, 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 now dreidel I shall play. It has a lovely body with legs so short and thin. 
And when it gets all tired, it drops and then I win. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I This has been another Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show.